Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the podcast where a band of happy, friendly, liumble, plumble chops uh, have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Mike, I'm drinking a pint of Hobgoblin Gold, which is very, very agreeable, and locked in with me today, we have... I'm Chris Hunt, and I am drinking tonight, I'm drinking a Sanford, Sanford Orchard's Fanny Bramble. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's a cider. It's a cider made with blackberries, mm. and it tastes all right. That's a glimmering review, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's all right. Uh, and I'm uh, Ben Lavery. I'm uh, here once again with a Reverend James. I'm John Saunders, and I'm here. Actually, I've got a, a choice, and in true escape room style, I'd like you guys to make my choice for me. I have Robinson's Old Tom, which is in a tiny bottle, because it is, oh my word, 8.5%. That one. That one. Yeah, um, I'm on that or, one. So no, 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 no. So that one, that one wins on like percentage, but the big bottle next to it is March of the Penguins. Ooh. Ooh. That's a cool name. So, which shall I have? Old Tom or March of the Penguins? What's the percentage on March of the Penguins? I think it's just four and a half, but it's like, it's double the size. I think the old, yeah, the old widow maker. That's the one. That's Both. the one to drink. Old Tom? Both? Actually, yeah, first All in, all in good time. <laughs> Here we go. A straw in each. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, that's good radio. Oh yes, you can, you can, you can really taste the alcohol there. <laughs> this is going to be. I can basically hear it down your microphone. That's that's fantastic. This is going to be a slurry, slurry evening. Is 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 the old Tom the one with the with the uh, like um, line drawing of a cat on the front? Yes, yes, you yeah, know. Yeah, I've seen it. What's what's your review of it? I mean, we've got all right so far. <laughs> um, hmm, very malty, which suits me because I can't stand all this hoppy rubbish. Um, yeah, nice. I can sort of, you know, when you feel like you can, you can taste the, the alcohol, the sort of mm. slight, that kind of tang. Yeah. Sort of almost hospital-like tang. So there's a little bit of that on the end, um, which isn't great. But apart from that, it's nice. Is this becoming a beer review podcast? Have I, I was going to say, the wrong, um, the wrong one? yeah, I mean, Ben, what's your opinion of your Reverend James this evening? Well, it's um, rich warming ale with a clear, no, that's what it says <laughs> in the front. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My golly, you're erudite. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> there okay, we so go. we've got two, two all right, uh, a multi, and I'm on the Hobgoblin Gold, which is the beer that John described he doesn't like. It's that, and it's lovely. It's fruity and weird, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Yes, it is, Ben. Yes, it is. Yeah. Hobgoblin make a beautiful beer, and it's not that one. Yeah, although fruity and weird will be on my gravestone. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the Infinite Escape Room's many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. Puzzles that we've each carefully crafted with our own little fingery winkries. If we get stuck, we'll get offered a clue. But that'll add a minute onto our time. And if we don't escape within the hour, then terrible things befall us. So, we ready, boys? Yep. Ready. Ready? Yep. Okay, let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. This week, we find ourselves in a hauntingly familiar place. Abrasively cheap carpets grate at our feet, tiny tables bang into our shins, and our eyes are assailed by a crudely painted mural of multi-faith men and women holding hands over a rainbow, over which someone has written the words, Jason is gay in glitter pen. We must be in the local primary school. It's teacher training day though, so all the staff are down the pub spending their massive salaries. We'd best escape before Jason, the accusedly gay nutter from year three, breaks in to burn the school down. The door out is locked with four whimsical padlocks. Let's escape. So we have in front of us the classroom, the headmaster's office, the corridor, which I suppose we're in, and the kitchen. Where should we go first, chaps? Oh, it's got to be the kitchen. Yeah, I'm feeling oh, the kitchen. Yeah. Okay, so let's head to the kitchen. So my puzzle. 
So, my friends, as you um you 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 approach the kitchen and you uh, open the door and it slams behind you. You stand uh, to the side of a long room. To the left of you is a large cupboard. There is, just along from that, a counter sticking out. Then uh, on the other side of the counter, there is uh, an oven against the wall, another counter. And on the other side of that counter is um, a hatch where you would put food. And there's also a bookcase. Now, before you can go in to explore the kitchen, some manacles quickly snap around your ankles and the floor (laughs) begins to move. Taking you to your stations. So. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> this is um, this is a very advanced kitchen. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love it. <laughs> so one of you moves left towards the uh, the the cupboard where you presume ingredients will come, and uh, there's a uh, uh, opposite the cupboard is is one of the counters. One of you moves forward <laughs> into the centre of the oven. Uh, between the two uh, counters and with the oven, and the other moves right uh, up towards the uh, the serving hatch and behind the the second counter. Uh, I'm going to need to know which one of you went where. Okay, I'm at the oven. You're at the oven. I'm at the yes. serving counter. Your ingredients, definitely. Cool. Right. Fantastic. I okay. sense complexity coming. <laughs> <laughs> I sense it with dread. Is this overcooked? Is are we actually in just uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, podcast version of overcooked that would be incredible i I look forward to okay chris i pass chris a piece of lettuce and chris is like i have received the lettuce i have an awful feeling we may end up there i'm rather wishing now that i'd done some sort of um bake-off sort of uh, themed challenge but it's not that um so for this rather dingy uh, primary school chris finds that there's a little receipt uh printer um it seems that the children at this school get personalized dinners wow as you're all standing there, sort of looking a bit, sort of what's going to happen next, the printer begins to whir, out pops an order. Now, the order isn't, it doesn't have any writing on it, it just has sort of order in the corner. Uh, and printed upon this uh, this little slip is a music note and also a picture of a coin, which uh, is a sixpence. Okay. A music note and a picture of a coin that's a sixpence. Hang on, is this going to be some onomatopoeian... I think so. I think it's one of those say what you see things. So musical notes. So you've got um, uh, crotchets, quavers, minims. Um, wow. I mean, you, you it looks have, like it's so just, to me. It's just a, it's a very it's a very generic looking uh, music note. Okay. As you're all sort of standing there, sort of wondering what on earth this is, uh, the cupboard behind Mike, you you sort of hear some things tumble into it. <laughs> would you like to open the, uh, the doors of the cupboard? I would absolutely like to open the doors to the feeding ingredient cupboard. Fantastic. Right, so in the cupboard there is um, some rye, some golden syrup, a jar which uh, simply has written on it, Nose of Maid. There, <laughs> are, some, <laughs> there are some artichokes, there's uh, some pastry, uh, there's thirty-two a pack of 32 blackbirds, and there's a box of Cadbury's Flakes. Okay. 32 blackbirds baked in a pie. There's a song about this. Oh, sing a song of sixpence. Oh, yes, there yes. is. Yes. Yes. Ah. ah. Oh. So, so, how's it been? We had rye, golden syrup, 32 blackbirds. So we have to bake the pie. That seems doable. They made the pastry fours beforehand, though, so that's lucky. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, the just roll stuff. This is a pretty good school. This sounds better than, than the our school meals. So, um, I'm going to turn on the oven. Oh, yeah. Um, are the blackbirds pre-cooked? Uh, no. Ah, okay. Are they you're forgetting. Dead? You're forgetting verse two. <laughs> Sing a song of sixpence. A pocket full of rye. Four and twenty blackbirds baked into a pie. When the pie was opened, the birds began to sing. Oh, wasn't that a dainty dish to put before the king? Oh, so, I thought the scene was steam escaping from the little. Oh, okay. They're not pre-baked. 
Gotcha. <laughs> I guess so I probably should. They're very much them. alive. But hang on, we've been given 32. There's only 24 of them baked in a pie. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like the hot dogs and buns thing. <laughs> <laughs> that that Black, doesn't help me. Blackbirds come, like, you get too many. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I, see. <laughs> <laughs> you get like, I, I had no idea where that was going. You get four, four pastries and six blackbirds. Every time you go and buy. In case you drop two of them. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so should we, should we make this? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Okay, so am I able to? Okay, ben, am I able to full? manipulate these ingredients? Presumably. Uh, of course you may. Could you do this in the voice of Nigella Lawson, please? I can't remember what Nigella Lawson sounds like. Just think, sort of porn. Wow. <laughs> hey, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> hey. Well, I don't know. Jesus, I'm right. No, that's Nigella Lawson. This week. We'll be making baps. My big steamy baps. Um, <laughs> Not that kind of porn. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. I, okay, in which case I, I shall fashion a, uh, a pie crust and empty, pass it to John for pre-baking. Fantastic. I shall pre-bake it to avoid the soggy bottom. We've been watching Bake Off. We have. I haven't. But I hear that's the thing that okay. you do. Okay, so I'll pass John the rye then. Do we have a pocket? Yeah, I've got a pocket, but so... Just sort of fill my pocket, I guess. That's yeah, about. I guess you pass enough. Chris your trousers. Yeah. Um, so I've got my pocket full of rye. I'm guessing that goes in the pastry. With I need some blackbirds, four and twenty to be specific. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll give you them once you cook the pastry. I don't want you to accidentally cook the uh, cook the blackbirds. <laughs> um, the uh, as you sort of uh, you've put the pastry in, and the uh, the the edges of the pastry start to brown first, and little sort of air pockets begin to rise and fall as you see the heat from the oven wrap the pastry in a warm embrace and you see the sort of rippling of the pastry in sort of quick time and then ping the oven is uh, is the oven is done the pastry's done in the oven so do i put the rye in i'm going to put the rye in because that goes in the pie and then i'm going to need what? Those no, no, no. it's a pocket full of rye isn't it yeah no i've got a pocket full of rye but that needs to go in the pie doesn't it it's no good at anyone's pocket it's is an, it it's an ingredient do the blackbirds eat the rye Probably. Okay, rye's going in the pie crust. Just put everything in. Maybe some blackbirds, ideally alive. Do we have a sixpence? I still think we need to get everything in the pie. I don't think the sixpence goes in the pie. Well, okay, let's put the receipt in the pie as well. What's the worst thing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's already, like, probably not going to pass a health inspection. (laughs) (laughs) I'll um, I'll caution you that you do only have 32 blackbirds, and if the student isn't happy, then um, this meal is coming back. Oh, God. Okay. Well, hopefully they'll return some blackbirds. Four twenty blackbirds, please. <laughs> Are we just going for it? Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so we, we pass it. So we pass it to Chris. Chris, and uh, okay, we, I serve it. You serve it, right? Brilliant. Um, green light. Students happy. So there's another worry at the printer. Out pops another another little order slip, again with the uh, with the words order in the top left corner, and this time there's a picture of a weasel exploding. Exploding. Indeed. You hear um, um, goes the weasel. Empty. Oh, yes, well you hear some emptying around the roses of the of the cupboard behind you, Mike, and uh, and then some some more ingredients popping in. Uh, would you like to have a look? Yes, please. That'd be lovely. Let me guess. Are there some roses? So there is a tin of baked beans. Hmm. There is a quart of jam. <laughs> there are three large sacks of rice. One that says two D. One that says three D. And one that says four D. There is three teaspoons of vanilla essence, and there is some treacle. Mm. 2D, 3D, and 4D. Ben, your predilection for golden syrup is really coming through in this puzzle. <laughs> I mean, golden syrup is pretty good. 
So something D used to mean something pence. It does. Um, may I also draw your attention? Uh, by Chris, there is also a bookshelf, um, which, oh, which you what, might find some... Can we have some, a look uh, on the bookshelf? Oh. So on the bookshelf, there are some books uh, with such titles as 101 Ways to Skin a Cat, Pâté Parsnips and Other Sweet Treats, Great British Comedy Sketches, and A Book of Nursery Rhymes. Can we get the Book of Nursery Rhymes out? You can indeed. What would you like to uh, to flick to? Uh, the the one with like Pop Goes the Weasel in it. I ring can't. Around the Roses. Is that Ring Around the Roses? Uh, Pop Goes the Weasel or no, Ring Around the Roses? No, it's not. Sorry, Pop Goes the Weasel. Yeah, Pop Goes the Weasel. Why did, so why did we have Ring Around the Roses in our head? I no, I, did, I, I got it wrong. Got very confused. <laughs> I was I like, am I wrong? I did as well. <laughs> so you flick to the uh, wonderfully coloured uh, picture of some exploding weasels, and you see the carefully penned words, half a, bound, a pound of tuppany rice, ah. half a pound of treacle, and that's the way the money goes, pop goes the weasel. Okay, so we need the two penny rice, the 2D. Okay, so I'll pass that to John. So half a pound, hmm. Do I have a scales? You do, but they're in metric. Oh god! Oh, you demon! Wait one second. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I can sorry. Okay, it's not happened right. yet. How, how a- many approximations are fine? How many pounds? <laughs> uh, how many pounds do you need? One second. I need one pound, which is half hey, a pound. Hey Google, half a pound. What is a pound? Oh, half a pound. Hey Google, cancel. <laughs> you could have just half the result. Hey Google, what is half a pound in grams? Two hundred and twenty-six grams, I think. I was going to guess about that. Of course you were. Okay, so having let Chris ask the internet, which <laughs> just feels wrong, um, having listened to Chris do that, uh, I'm going to take 226 grams exactly of the tuppany <laughs> rice, the rice with 2D in it. Um, oh, Lord, what was the rest of the nursery rhyme? Oh, I'll pass you that half pound of treacle as well, which I guess will be Thank another 226 you. grams. Half a pound of treacle, yes. I'm going to measure out half a pound of that. Um, so I, I I get a bowl, I pass it over. Thank okay, much. let's um, give it a bit of a cook. Yeah. And then uh, serve it up. Serve it up, so we put it in the bowl, hand it over. And you get a green light. Yeah. Fantastic, hey. well done. So, you've uh, you've successfully completed two challenges. You hear the uh, receipt whirring once more. Instead of popping out of one receipt, many receipts pop out. These are unsolicited orders. There are so many of them, they are spilling all over the floor. Can I have a look at is it? Is there anything like obvious on them if I pick a few up? So you pick a few up. Uh, one is from a Nigerian prince offering you his um, <laughs> all of his wealth. <laughs> there is uh, your great aunt's once removed executor uh, telling you that she's died. Um, there's also one that says, penis, big, you want? With an exclamation mark, not a question mark. <laughs> so someone's email has been dumped with the receipt machine. <laughs> Okay, well, what, are they, what were those other books again? So you've got uh, 101 Ways to Skin a Cat. You've got Pâté, Parsnips and Other Sweet Treats uh, and a Great British Comedy Sketches. Hmm, I don't feel like any of those would be useful. Is the no. machine still spewing? Uh, it is. It's, yeah, I mean, it's still going. Hmm. And there's nothing we can see, obviously, like is the correct order. in. in no, no. It, uh, like I say, it, something's gone wrong. Perhaps someone's, uh, maybe maybe the address has got given out. I mean, they're definitely okay. unsolicited. I'm, I'm getting fed up from coming out. So I'm just going to pull the power on the receipt machine. Is that, is that possible? Uh, they, they, they keep going. I mean, oh, we don't know wow. how. Okay. It's us wireless, mate. Wireless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so we've successfully done two puzzles, and now the receipt machine's going nuts. We haven't looked at the other books in the bookshelf. I can't really think of anything else to kind of inspect, yeah. so could we look a bit more closely at this? Yeah, what books? about the Skinner Cat one? Skinner Cat one, um, it uh, just appears to be a, a 101 ways to Skinner Cat. Um, it might actually be 102, because it does seem to contain um, a handwritten bonus recipe at the back. Um, you can't can really make it out. That? It's very, very badly written. Um, and the second book? Pateed Parsnips and Other Sweet Treats. Yes. It has about 200 uh, pages on how to pate parsnips and then reserves um, two pages on other sweet treats, which include a uh, strawberry flan and a chocolate tort. I feel a bit lied to by that book. <laughs> hmm. Um, hmm. So strawberry flan, chocolate tort. What was the last book? The Great British Comedy Sketches. What's in there? Yes. So you open up the Great British Comedy Sketches book, and in the contents page, you notice that there is uh, one particular sketch highlighted. Uh, it's Spam by Monty Python. Ah. Oh, okay. Let's read this. Yeah. We need to make Spam. <laughs> Oh, so, we're getting spam out of the machine, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, we need to make spam. Oh, 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 we got that. As the penny drops, so does the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Ben, can I inspect the ingredients that have dropped? You may indeed. So you open the door, and inside there are... So we have <laughs> eggs, a cheese, flapjacks, bacon, lobster, prawns, a thermidor mix, ready and poor Mornay sauce... Truffled pate, a bottle of brandy, some sausages, and some spam. Hey. There is also a Mixatron food mixer. Can we take all the ingredients that aren't spam, put them in the mixer, right. and turn it on? So you can fit uh, one ingredient in at a time, oh. and you notice on the mixer that there are four lights and a go button. Um, so I presume you'd like to feed them in, uh, well, it looks like it can only take four. So just feed in any random four and press go. Other than the spam. Okay, no, 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 no. I reckon the lights will light up if we put the correct ones in. Mm. Oh, can we inspect the tin of Spam? You can. It's a tin of Spam. Okay, so from the first list of ingredients, can we take the bacon and put it in the mixer, please? You can. Immediately, the light that you think should go green goes red. Ah. How's about the lobster thermidor? (laughs) You put the lobster thermidor in, and the light goes red. Damn, I thought we were making, like, artisan Spam. I wonder, do we have to use the things that aren't in the Spam? Do we have to feed them not Spam? But lobster thermidor is not in spam. You may also like to flick to the correct page of the book because um, there might be some clues. Uh, flick, flick to what page in what book? Um, <laughs> the only to... book. The, the Chris, great... you're on library duty. Um... Were you just staring at the receipt machine this entire time? <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> Watching paper fly. I was just, I was enjoying this, uh, this fa- Fanny's bramble. Like it's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Great British comedy sketches book. I need to turn to the spam page. Fantastic. So on this page, you see uh, a concophony of delightful combinations, uh, which include egg and bacon. Also, egg, sausage and bacon. Also, egg and spam. Also, egg, bacon and spam. Also, egg, bacon, sausage and spam. Also, lob thermidor or crevettes with a mon- bon- mornay sauce garnished with truffle pate, brandy and a fried egg on top. And spam. Can we do that last one? Can we put all that in the mixer? You put the lobster thermidor in and the light goes red. Oh, okay, God. I think we have to do the, the normal one. So what about the eggs and the bacon? Put them in together. But, uh, so the, the first light goes green, the second light goes green. Oh, sausage then, please. Uh, you put the sausage in and another green light appears. Put the spam in. You pop the spam in and another green light appears. 
Would you like to press go? Yeah, let's go. You've pressed go and the um, Mixatron whirls and whizzes and uh, shakes from side to side and little sparks fly out. Um, and then a little trumpet sounds and it's done. You've made the uh, eggs, bacon, sausage and spam. As you realise what you have done, the pull ring from the spam tin grows a spam key and you have uh, unlocked the spam key. <laughs> <laughs> and you have solved the puzzle. <laughs> the manacles release you from your ankles. Yeah, I always thought that didn't ladies look trapped. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully the the nursery rhymed um, themed puzzles were acceptable in the in the primary school. You're, yeah, they were good. The, the moment of genius was the the spamming of the spam receipts. Like <laughs> yeah. that completely. Those oh, yeah, what? That was uh, and and all the clues we needed being in the books and us just being too stupid. Seems <laughs> to read them. Like, oh, I'm sure those book titles are totally random and not significant. Moving on. <laughs> we, we did a terrible job of managing our jobs as well. Oh, we really did. <laughs> we did. So the door of the kitchen creaks open and you can walk free into the corridor. Okay, so ah. that leaves us with the classroom, the headmaster's office and the corridor itself. What do you think? I'd like to go to the headmaster's office. Yeah. That's mine then. So you walk a little bit down the corridor, turn to the right and you see the uh, door to the headmaster's office. You open the door. Oh God, this feels familiar. It's a fairly small room painted white. There's a dark wood desk in one corner of the room and a floor-to-ceiling cupboard on the wall behind the uh, chair in front of the desk. It's a little bit cramped. Around the room, you notice that there's, uh, there's a lot of photos up there. Every single one of them is of the same man. Occasionally, there might be others in the photos, but he's always the main focus. On the desk is a pile of papers, a nameplate saying Peter Organ, and a computer at the login screen. Hmm. Oh, could that have been more sinister? Can we inspect the cupboard? Uh, so inspecting the cupboard, you find there is a key-coded padlock preventing you from getting inside. Okay, so that's the key. It's sort appears, of a, a, um, a zero to nine, like uh, keys. It appear, uh, no, it's like a, a four-digit roller-style oh, like padlock. like the roller one. Yeah. Combination lock. Yeah, combination lock, that's it. Could we look closely at the desk? Is there anything else of interest on the desk? Um, yeah, so you look at the desk and you notice that the uh, the pile of papers at the very top of it, there's a magazine titled Sexiest Man 1987. On the front cover is a picture of the same man that's in all the photos, though he looks quite a bit younger. And he's posing topless. Okay. 1987. 1987. Dare I open the magazine? You try to open the magazine, but oh, it, no. It, oh, no. It, it appears to be somewhat somewhat difficult to open without tearing the pages. Mm. What a delicate magazine. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like it's been opened in quite some time. Okay. Oh, 1987. Can we try that number on our, um, our combination lock for the cupboard? You try the 1987 on the combination lock for the cupboard, and it does not open. What about the login screen on the computer? Is that the password? You type 1987 in as the password on the computer. And does no, password. Password. <laughs> <laughs> you type 1987 in as the password on the computer, and it does not unlock. Okay. So what is on the... the you said the, the computer was on the, the user login screen. Um, yes. Okay. So is there a username in there? The username is porgan. Okay. That's his name. What? So we've inspected the cupboard, we've inspected the desk. Um, can we take a closer look at the pictures? 
the the pictures just seem to be ordinary photos. They're they're almost like family photos, but there's just like a, a significant focus on this one person. Hang on, so he's clearly like incredibly narcissistic. I wonder if his password is his own first name. You type in Peter, and it doesn't work. Okay. Any ideas, Ben? I was I was going to go for the pictures. I mean, can we look behind the pictures? You find that behind the pictures, there's nothing there. Um, there doesn't appear to be anything unusual in the, in the pictures at all. Underneath the magazine, is there anything else of significance in the pile of papers? No, it just appears to be paperwork. No more running of the school stuff. Okay, we're missing something. What about under the keyboard? Under the keyboard, you find a uh, yellow post-it note. Okay. Which, what does it say? Yeah. It says, Peter Organ, 1987. Can we try that as the password? You try that as the password, and it unlocks. Logging into the computer, you are greeted with the Windows XP default <laughs> wallpaper. There is a oh, text yeah. file on the desktop labeled cpb.txt. Okay, let's, uh, let's open that up. You open the text file and you find... Oh, can we check the internet history first? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you open up IE6 and you go yeah. to the uh, internet history and you find a Google image search uh, oh, no. going going back for a significant amount of time. All of them looking... Is it to the foundation looking, of Google? <laughs> all of them uh, with the keywords Peter Organ and other variations of such. Okay, let's look at that text file. You open up the text file. Inside of the numbers 2845. Can we try that on our combination lock, please? Try on the combination lock, and it pops open, and the doors swing outwards, revealing a skeleton. <gasps> a skeleton in the closet. It appears to be... Uh, sorry, a full-sized... Full-sized skeleton. It appears to be one of the science teacher's skeletons. How do we know that? Is As it, it was the science coat? teacher, or it was like, should, used in the science department? I, I know you might not have spent much time in, this, in a school, Mike, but the, the skeletons they use at the school... What are you suggesting?! <laughs> Mike, you Luddite. How the fuck do you go up right and talk and do numbers and stuff? Are you born in a dump? Sorry, the sorry, Chris, you're saying. The skeletons you get in classrooms don't look like real skeletons. Oh, okay. But this one does. This one, no, this one looks like a, uh, an educational skeleton. Oh, I see. Yeah, sorry, uh, Ben, you were saying. Oh, so when you said the skeleton of a science teacher, what you meant was the skeleton <laughs> that a science teacher might use. <laughs> Yeah, it appears purposes. to be one of the science teacher skeletons. Why else would a science teacher own skeletons? <laughs> what? Chris, no, that's I a thought, very significant that, apostrophe. <laughs> I thought that they'd killed a science teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> oh, and there were manacles God. in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So now is there anything on the skeleton? Um, do you ha- what do you want to look Can at? Can I go through its pockets? <laughs> doesn't it doesn't have any pockets. <laughs> is there anything else you want to investigate about the skeleton? Um, I, I would like to um, to touch the skeleton. Uh, you touch the skeleton. It's 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 kind of made of cheap plasticky stuff. Does it have one of those little? Because sometimes they've got the little flip top head. Yeah. It does have a flip top head. Ah, can we top the flip of the head? You can uh, top top the flip of the head. <laughs> You can flip the head up, yes. Uh, reaching inside, you find the head key. Hey! <laughs> oh, that's quite good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, so you, you walk back out the headmaster's office to the right, and you're back into the corridor. Okay, so we have remaining the classroom and the corridor. Flip a coin. What do we fancy, chaps? Classroom, then. Classroom. Okay. 
the classroom we go. Okie dokie. So, the classroom, this is my puzzle. So you enter the classroom and you're confronted with a classroom. Um, everything's really, really small. There's idly biddly little chairs and tables and desks and they've got like even small people pencils because they're so like adorably cute and you see just over just over the t- side of the back wall there's two things there's uh, a cork board with a display written above it also in the room you see the teacher's desk the stationery cupboard what would you like to do um i want to have a rummage to the teacher's desk i've always wondered what was in there okie doke you inspect the teacher's desk. You try to rummage through it, but the drawers appear to be locked. Can we have a look at the stationery cupboard? The, the, oh, as I say, I, I, I'm not Ooh, sure. The, sorry. Atop Jumping the teacher's ahead. desk is the Markomatic 5000. It appears to be the machine that teachers use to automatically mark homework. Can we check the stationery cupboard, please? You certainly can. Uh, within the stationery cupboard, you find crepe paper, sugar paper, print stick, and a feather boa. Feather boa? That's kind of unusual. I think. Do, do teachers normally have feather boas? Like, I'm guessing it's for when they go out for cocktails. Could I just check? There is that. A feather boa, it's something you'd put in your hand. That was my understanding. No, isn't it like a big like scarf thing? Oh, yeah, it's yes. like a kind of shoulder throw. Oh, oh my God, okay. okay. What colour is the feather boa? The colour is immaterial because I'm not looking <laughs> it down, but for the sake of argument, let's say it's purple, <laughs> fading purple. off to ultraviolet. <laughs> oh. Okay. Could, could we look through the children's desks? You certainly can. The children's desks all appear to be empty, apart from one. It appears to be the desk of little Jason, who, as we know, may well be gay. Atop his desk, you find his exercise book and a pencil. Okay, can we look through the exercise book? You certainly can. It's full of the, quite frankly, childish scrawlings of a year two, which I guess is, what, seven years old? (laughs) Chris, Chris, you, you, um, Chris, you know how old two, children are. Uh, year two is going to be uh, seven, isn't it? Si- six to seven. Okay, so yeah, it's the, it's the, the childish scrawlings of a six to seven year old with sort of your, your normal varieties of uh, of English, maths, humanities, all, all in there. He's done Human- the- I don't think they're doing humanities at that level yet. Oh, I thought I thought they learnt about sort of equality and all of that sort of nonsense. No, they've cut uh, that. no, they've cut that. The Tories cut that. There is now a sign up. Actually, it might not be in the, her current school, but her previous school. My daughter. There was a sign up that said British values. Ye <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd written that into the puzzle because that could have been a whole puzzle in and of itself. Okay, so. Um, He's obviously failed British values because there don't appear to be any in little Jason's uh, little Jason's I know, book. I think you might be about right. Um, <laughs> you notice that on the very last page appears to be his homework. It's his practice SATs homework. Would you like to read? They're, they're a long way off from SATs at year two. Oh, they do um, key stage one SAT stuff. It's, no, it's year three, I think. Yes, key stage no, one. No, so you. Oh no, it is year two. Yeah, Fascinating my bad. My bad. though this is. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, I, I actually had this tested with a teacher, so yeah, yeah, suck fine. my dick. And also, whose puzzle is it? Right. I think you'll find it's mine. <laughs> you pedant. <laughs> you were Go like, on. oh, communion yogurt. There's nothing weird about that. But oh, yeah, what they're fucking studying in year two. I think you'll find that's year three, unless they're a gifted pupil. Could we have a look at his SATs homework, please? You certainly can. It contains four questions. Oh, no. The first question is... 27 divided by 3 equals, and then a blank space. Okay, well, the answer's 9. Should we write it in? Yeah, put the answer in. Just fill it in for him. Should we help him out? 
Yeah. He doesn't even know what seems... British values are. You... <laughs> I, I would... Let's leave it for the time being, but we'll park it mentally. Yeah. Yeah. You have the second question, which is arrange the verbs, adjectives, and nouns to their matching words. The words are red, become, and Nintendo. The third question is who was the first black president of the United States of America? Okay. And the fourth question? The fourth question is name the parts of the body that these bones are from. Tibia, cranium, scapula. It's tibia, your arm or your leg? I think it's your arm. I don't know. It's the tibia and the fibia. I suck at biology. I think they're, they're your arm, your upper arm bones, aren't they? The two that go together. Ben, any, any, any good at biology? Um, I'm, I'm going to go with legs. Okay. Okay. Well, and cranium is head. Cranium's yeah. definitely head. I can, I can do that. Scapula. Oh, the scapula is your shoulder. Your subscapularis muscles up there. So I'm guessing shoulder. Heads, shoulders. Knees and toes. No, no, no. And we're back in Ben's puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Half a human body drops from the ingredients chute. <laughs> Reassemble it. And then stick it in the headmaster's cupboard. <laughs> With all the other scientists. <laughs> the, the question with the Nintendo thing puzzled me. So it was, arrange these adjectives and verbs, and it was red Nintendo, and what was the third one? Become. Oh, so become is... Um, Adjective. Nintendo is a noun. Oh. And what was the third one? Red is a verb? Yeah, red is in... You have... Oh, no. Uh... Oh. <laughs> Could you... Are we going to have to Google what adjective is? No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. Adjective is a descriptive word. So, is it red is in the colour so or red, red is in... I read that. Uh, red, R-E-D. Okay. That's an adjective. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo is a noun. Become... Is a verb. It's a verb. It's something that you do. So I think um, we should just fill out the homework. Well, so I can yeah. just double check, Mike, that this that none of these questions have been answered yet. No, there is a blank space next to each can of we, these questions. Can we answer okay. these questions, please? Like, yeah, let's just write down the answers. So nine. So. The nine. One we just said. What was the other? What was the other questions? I'll give you the questions again to give me the answers. So the first question was twenty-seven divided by three. Nine. Nine. nine yeah. Okay. The second question was. Uh, verbs, adjectives, and nouns. Please assign these words. And you had red, become, and Nintendo. Red is an adjective, become is a verb, Nintendo is a noun. You had who was the first um, black president of the United States of America? Barack Obama? I yeah. feel like that's a trick question, but okay. It's definitely uh, the black president, the first black president, and not the first orange president, yeah? <laughs> Topical. <laughs> I need like a satire alert yeah, or something. Yeah. And finally, um, name which parts of the body these bones come from: tibia, cranium, scapula. So cranium is from head. Tibia was legs. Scapula's shoulder. Yeah, and I think you're right. Tibia's legs. Ah, oh, I'm trying to remember like. Are you trying to remember your own year two education? No, I think I th I think you're right, Ben. I think it is leg. Um, let's go with that. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay, so you you fill it out. You you now have some filled out homework. Could we take it to the teacher's desk and use the mar markomatic? Oh, yes. Aha! Uh -huh. You insert the book into the markomatic. It buzzes and buzzes oh. and vibrates and steam comes out the side, and then, ping! The book emerges covered in red pen. 
You have scored four out of four, 100%. You have passed your key stage one SAT. Congratulations. However, there's a note at the bottom. It says, Jason, you have still not completed your display work. See me. Uh, there's the bit, There's a different kind of paper. Could we go and look at those uh, stationary supplies again, please? You certainly can. So you had crepe paper, sugar paper, print stick, and a feather boa. Can we go and look at the display area? There was like the display board. Is there anything it was empty, over there? When you come closer, you notice that there is a message on there saying, express yourself. <laughs> I mean... Can, is it, wait, the feather bow is purple, yeah? Uh, going into ultraviolet. Well, don't we need to impersonate Jason from Year 7, who, oh, according okay. to the gold glitter at the outset of this quest, He might not actually gay. be. It could, it could just be, yeah, you know, someone, someone with some bullying. Oh, no, almost certainly. Like, he's, I mean, really, like, with seven-year-olds. Not sure they can spell gay. <laughs> Interestingly, in my notes for that, uh, gay I spelled with an E. <laughs> <laughs> Do we just sort of... What, what is crepe paper? Crepe paper is like the, the, um, like the thin, sort of crinkly yeah. stuff. Okay. And the other kind of paper? The sugar paper is quite thick paper. Um, I think it's got almost like a gritty feel to it. Yeah. It's okay. like you can like almost like rub cheap it, card. Can, mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, what colours do we have in the crepe paper and sugar paper? All of the colours. All of the colours. So we can pass the homework. All we have to do is express ourselves. So I would like to get some mauve. <laughs> <laughs> if it's in there, some mauve uh, crepe paper and scrunch it up into balls and prit stick it on the wall like a big glowing angry sun. Ding. There is a chime from the homework marking machine and a small drawer opens underneath it. You have retrieved the classroom key. Yeah. And you want to express yourselves. There were no wrong answers with the display. Because <laughs> it's year two. Because it's year two. Although, saying that, all of the other questions are genuinely from the Key Stage 1 curriculum. Including huh? naming the bones. Wow, okay. Oh, that's a thing they learn now, apparently. That's, oh, that, I, mean, that, I wouldn't have that knowledge. I would have gotten that wrong. Okay, great. So, um, with the classroom key in hand, you merrily skip back into the corridor, which leaves us in the corridor. Now, you've spent quite a bit of time in the corridor, but as you've been heading elsewhere, you haven't really paid much attention to it. Now you stop to take a good old look. And it's pretty typical. Uh, You've got the headmaster's room on one end of it, and you've already been in there. The other end go into the classrooms and the kitchen. Now, in the middle of it, above you, on the top of the wall, is the school motto printed in big letters. And underneath it, there are three displays from the early years of the school, the middle years of the school, and the upper years of the school. What would you like to look at? Can I look at the display from the lower year of the school? Yes. So, there's a series of letters, and beneath them, a series of numbers. Now, it appears as if they've tried to do their ABCs, but it's not gone very mm. well. So the letters read in this sequence. Oh, Christ. Paper. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> Someone Ready? write this down. So the letters read in this sequence. A, F, C, B, S, I, E, H, M. And then he ran out of space, so they stopped. However, the numbers, they're done from 1 to 9 perfectly correctly. So beneath the letter A is a number 1. Beneath the letter F is a number 2. Beneath C, the number 3. Beneath B, the number 4. Beneath S, the number 5. 
beneath I, the number 6, beneath E, the number 7, beneath H is the number 8, and finally below M is the number 9. Now, that's not all that's on the display. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> there's <Christ>. also... <laughs> they've not just done their ABCs wrong, they've done pictures for each letter, but they've gotten that right. So, there's a big A, and it says mm. A is for ant, and then F is for flower, what was in the, uh, the ingredient. C is for car. Oh, not, not like the delicate flower that Jason is. Yes, exactly. C is for car. B is for bat. S is for sugar. I is for igloo. E is for egg. H is for hotel. And M is for milk. And that's the whole display. What so that was just do? one display? That was one. Can we inspect the next display? Okay, the middle years display appears to be a display about the school's history, and it's just three photographs. The first one is a mm. photograph of the school opening with the very first class and the original and only teacher. It's dated September 3rd, 1904. The second photograph is of the schoolmaster uh, much later on, so it's a, a different teacher. Uh, it's dated 17th March 1941. Clearly there's just been some damage from a bombing raid in the World War II because part of the school is in is destroyed in the background and only part of it is standing. The third and final photo is a colour photo, clearly very modern. It's a photograph of the school very recently with a new classroom built just across the playground from the main building. It's dated the 23rd of March 2016. What was the uh, first year? Sorry. First photo? Yeah. It's a photo of the school opening. Dated in 19... September 3rd, 1904. 04. Did anyone else notice that September's and the dates uh, swapped partway through? Sorry? September the 3rd, 17th of March. Uh, I can't say as I did. Sorry, carry on. Um, and then I noticed, display? honest, <laughs> the, last puzzle, oh, the last display is actually a trophy cabinet. And it appears to be all the various trophies that the school children have won for various things. It's mostly sports, and they're all looking a bit tired. But in the middle sits the very thing you seek. The County Colours Cooking Key. And it sat gleaming inside a large frying pan. The key is even inscribed with the date that the school won it. And it's very recent. It was on Tuesday the 13th of February 2018. At the bottom of this cabinet is a latch that you'll need to open to get to the key. It's held... Is this a glass cabinet? It is, but you get the impression looking at it that the glass is very tough. Possibly tougher than you. <laughs> yeah, on, it's not like he's given us a box of tools. Yeah. What? And, and to, unlock the the key. Key. <laughs> to unlock the lock to get in, you'll need four numbers. What What if I get uh, Mike and Ben to throw me at the cabinet? Is it still strong enough? You I anticipate you will probably get hurt. <laughs> uh, okay, I think, I think I'm just going to not do that yet. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Could we um, have a quick look? What does the uh, school's motto say? The school's motto says Ex ore infantium, which your cunning knowledge of Latin tells you means... Really? No, no one? I don't, I don't know Latin. Plebs. We didn't all go to private school. Ex ore infantium. They don't expect the kids here to speak Latin, so it is translated into English just below. Ex ore infantium <laughs> means out of the mouths of babes. And then says Psalms... Chapter verse, chapter eight, verse two. Is is there a Bible around? No. Okay, so sorry. The uh, the glass cabinet. How yeah. is it? Uh, how is it locked? It's locked uh, with a latch. Uh, so you'd open it from the bottom, and the latch goes down, and there's a padlock that will require four numbers. It's a combination padlock. Very sturdy. Okay. So what we have is 
about 1,800 numbers, <laughs> 1,700 letters, a lot of dates. Okay, now this is normally where Ben has been quietly ruminating in the background, <laughs> like a Titanic calculator, and just spits out a number. <laughs> but Ben? Yeah. Um, I've got nothing yet. Okay. We'll get back to Ben later. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, what's happening over there? Woo! Um, okay, so we've got a series of letters and numbers. I've tried reorganising them. Uh, alphabet- I've tried reorganising the numbers alphabetically, and all that's given me is some numbers in the wrong order. What um, are the numbers in the wrong order? Okay, so it starts 1, 4, 3, 7, 2. 7, 2. Um, and... I <laughs> lost bored. interest then. <laughs> no, no, it was, uh... Bear in mind that you appear to require only four. Yeah, so yeah. that could that could be a herring of the red variety, or alternatively, John could be a diabolical genius. 14, 14, 14. <sighs> no, okay. We've got the Psalm 8-2. We've got the trophy cabinet with when they won the thing. We've got dated photographs. And it's, sorry, um, oh, so it's just, is it a combination lock or a... Uh, yeah. So it's a padlock with four kind of rings of numbers from one to nine. So you need to select the right number in each one. So four digits. Combination number. lock, yeah. Yeah, combination lock. Hmm. Mm. Ooh. <gasps> oh, um, are there any? Oh, sorry, Ben, after you. No, no, you carry on. I've, I've got, I've got some ideas. Okay, well, it's probably better than mine then because mine was to see if any of the pictures are moist, just in case John's repeated a puzzle. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, Ben. Uh, well, if you'd like to answer Mike's question. No, they do not appear to be moist despite their proximity to you. So the um, the key, if I remember rightly, was mounted on a frying pan. Yes, it is the County Colours cooking key. Fantastic. And it is inside a large, shallow frying pan. Brilliant. Um, if we go back to the first display... Is that the earliest we display? Have, uh, the earliest display, yes. Um, we've got some words that correlate to some letters, um, such yes. as ant, flower, um, car four of them were the uh, were ingredients so we had flour we had sugar we had egg and we had milk um, oh shit so um if i let uh, chris and mike pick up from here i'm 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 not as with it as mike apparently is <laughs> um okay yeah so yeah so those ingredients and then we've got number sequence potentially which we could ascribe to that which would B, so let's see. Sorry, you said it was flour. Uh, I've got flour, sugar, egg, and milk. Okay, so flour was two, sugar was five, milk was nine, and flour, sugar. I've got egg, I've got igloo, is that right? Yeah. So. It's not an ingredient. Oh, hang on. Egg wouldn't be nine then, egg would be ten. Egg, Um, there are nine numbers. Oh, Oh, egg seven. Yeah, so egg should be seven. You so it should what be egg con- started with. <laughs> so it should be two, five, seven, do we, nine. Do we need to provide the listeners with the diagram <laughs> at this um, stage? <laughs> so I have on my, my page of notes, not only got the notes of my own puzzle, but in felt tip pen, now got the notes for John's puzzle all over the top. <laughs> so it's the stuff of nightmares. Okay, so Ben, on, working on that basis, it would be two, five, seven, nine. That's what I reckon. Can we try that in the combination lock, please, John? You enter two, five, seven, nine. The lock clicks open, giving you access to the county colours cooking key. Oh, Fantastic. well done. That was a great one. And Ben, that you're a awesome, motherfucking oh. genius. <laughs> I, I love that one. That was brilliant. Well done, John. So you know, there were actually a load more hints for you in there. So the date that the key was won on was Shrove Tuesday. The ingredients oh, are ingredients oh, for pancakes. God. Oh! 
<laughs> and the school motto out of the mouths of babes with their psalm number was me- meant for you to think biblically and think of the youngest class to direct you towards that one. Ben, you were very generous in letting me pick up the back end of that as if I knew what the fuck I was doing. Trust me, the editing is going to make that sound like it was all my idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, having found the county colours cooking key, you retrieve it from its frying pan home and step backwards uh, next to the door to the school and your four padlocks. Fantastic. Okay, so we have the county colours cooking key, the classroom key which i feel sad about now i could have learned that better um named that better <laughs> the um the head key and the spam key so uh we stick them all into the locks and we escape however we did not escape within an hour so we've also burnt to death um <laughs> well done us but the miracle of editing will make it seem like it happened in less than an hour and thanks to other miracles of editing we'll still be alive next week it'd hey. be great Yay. that was really good so thanks very much for listening uh, you can subscribe to us on uh, all of your favourite apps feeds uh, we're available on iTunes uh, by the time this goes out we'll hopefully also be available on Spotify Stitcher and the other big podcast directories thanks very much again for listening and we'll see you next time bye 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 we always really struggle to do a high octane goodbye for this bye <laughs> that's good that's a good start bye bye you should do a you should do a pass bye bye it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from me bye bye Wow. That's goodbye from Chris. <laughs> Cheerio. Ta-da.